Hi, welcome to episode 76 of Talk About the Passion, Somewhere in Time, named after the Iron Maiden album. My guest today is Steve Brooks. Steve plays guitar and sings in the bands Torch as well as Floor. I've been a huge fan of both of those bands for years, and his name was at the top of my list of guests I hope to have on at some point when I started this podcast. In this episode, we talk about getting into music as a kid in Florida through his family, and then becoming involved in uh, the metal tape trading world, just as uh, some of my recent guests were involved in as well. We talk a bit about both bands, Floor and Torch, and what some of the inspirations were for those bands. Uh, there was some stuff I, I never knew, so that, that was cool. Uh, as with a number of my guests throughout this podcast, uh, Steve also started with Kiss. Kiss seems to be a, a pretty divisive band among people. Uh, they either love them or hate them. Uh, on this podcast, we love them. And I knew uh, Steve did, so we, we start right at Kiss and end up in the present. Uh, Torch's European tour was cut short last year. And they've just recorded some new music he talks a little bit about at the end. A couple quick things. You can follow me on social media, Facebook and Instagram. I keep those pretty up to date. And a new thing I have started up again is making uh, playlists on Spotify that go along with the episode. Usually music we talk about mixed with the artist's music. And as I feel it should be said, this is mainly a convenient way to share playlists and music with friends but you should always support these bands, especially right now where they aren't touring. A lot of bands have released some uh, cool exclusive merchandise and music in the last year. I've been pretty happy to spend a lot of money on music already this year, so there's a lot of good stuff. If you like what you hear on this podcast, please like and subscribe. And if you would like to be on an episode or know someone who should, contact me on Facebook or Instagram. Just look up Talk About the Passion Podcast and shoot me a message there. Anyway, here we go with episode 76, Somewhere in Time with Steve Brooks. Thanks for listening. All right, well, I am here on the phone with Steve Brooks. How are you doing tonight, sir? I'm good. I'm very good. How are you doing? Very good. Very good. Thanks. One of the themes on this uh, podcast, especially from uh, people that play heavy, heavier music, has been Kiss, and uh, that's been sort of the, the gateway band for a lot of people. So thinking back to when you were younger, like, let's say it's Halloween and you're uh, you know, 13 years old and you're going to put uh, Kiss makeup on, who, who, are you, uh, who are you dressing up as? Oh, man. Paul. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Because I've, cause I've dressed like him. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I ever dressed like uh, <laughs> I think I was Gene one time. Yeah. But I, but that's like real young. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, when, when, so when did you discover them? Um, when I was, I was, as, as far back as I can remember, actually. Yeah. I mean, I think my cousin introduced me to them, but I would see them, you know, in magazines and on TV, and I, you know, I got Kiss Alive too for Christmas, yeah, and that started it off. I mean, I remember going to to school using the gatefold as like a folder, yeah, you know, uh, and, and yeah. I was in, in kindergarten. I still have the record. The exact. I mean, it's all. It's kind of shredded and, you know, it's all warped and stuff, but I still kept it. Right. <laughs> and was it, and so were you, how early, young were you when you got into music in general? Um, I mean, it was in the family. My, my grandfather uh, would always sing, you know, country songs mm -hmm. at the dinner table and stuff like that. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. And uh, he would, you know, they, when there would be like family reunions, uh, there were musicians. It was like country music and, you know, clogging and right. whatever you call it at, at, at that time. Right. Um, but my dad played guitar. He, he would sit on the couch and he had this uh, Univox mm -hmm. sort of uh, uh, this, just this guitar and he would play it. And I think, I mean, cause I was, I liked Kiss, and I got like Ozzy records. And, mm -hmm. um, for Christmas, I would always 
you know, give a list of records and I would see things when MTV started. Right. Um, that right out, off the bat got me into music. I mean, I was kind of, I was into music. Right. Cause I, 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 but there was no, um, you know, I was, I was young. Right. So it was, it, you know, that's what, it's probably why I'm so nostalgic, nostalgic about like the seventies, right. you know, and, and, and older songs. Yeah. Um, definitely. um, but when MTV started, you know, you'd see Iron Maiden back to back with Adam and the Ants, you yeah, know, it was, yeah. it was, I love that. it wasn't, so, so you get introduced to all these things. And I, I remember getting, um, a uh, number of the beast yep. on vinyl. I think I still have it actually in storage. Yeah. Um, and that's what got me into Baden. I'm, I remember I had like, I, I remember going to the mall and they were, they had a iron, there was some store that had an iron Baden peace of mind, um, muscle t-shirt. <laughs> yeah. And it was, a, I was shopping for Christmas and I was like, I want to give this to mom. Right. And my dad's like, I don't know if your mom likes Iron Maiden. I'm like, yeah, of course she does. <laughs> so, um, so, you know, I got it for for Christmas, and she she was awesome because she actually wore it. <laughs> and uh, and of course, I took it yeah, yeah, <laughs> after yeah. that. But uh, but yeah, like whenever MTV would have a sort of a special, like a heavy metal special or something, yeah. Um, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't like Headbangers Ball or anything. You kind of had to wait and kind of, yeah, yeah. it was a special thing like around the holidays or something. Yeah. I remember D. Snyder, I think, hosted it. And that's where I got, I, I would, you know, and, and then there was like Night Flight. Oh, yeah, I Night Flight. I kind of introduced great. a lot of, yeah. to a lot of stuff through that. Yeah. Um, you know, Wasp, you know, yeah. I, I got introduced to Wasp and, it was actually the radio. It was a radio where I first heard loudness. Oh, okay. And there was this, there was this, uh, just a killer rock station in South Florida called K one Oh two. Yeah. And they would play like heavier rock. Oh, so nice. you could recall in the radio station and at, and request, you know, crazy train and, you know, you'd never hear it, but right, right. you know, they, it was the radio station that would occasionally play it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> awesome. And, uh, I don't know. It's just different. Yeah. It was, it, it was a different time, right. you know, and, and things were, I think kiss, kiss started, started me off into, into he, like rock. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. At an early age. And, and I, I remember, I think I, I think it was the movie over the edge where I wanted to be those kids. Oh, you yeah. know? I love that. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm not like, a, I'm not a bad kid. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> <laughs> But you know, it was like every you know when I hear "Surrender" yeah, or yeah. something, it always it, it brings you back to that oh, feeling. That's that's one of my favorite songs. Yeah, but um, yeah, I it, I by er, I remember seeing the Van Halen Van Halen on MTV. They would play "So This Is Love" and oh, yeah. they would play um, "Pretty Woman" a lot. Yeah, yeah, but it never connected until I heard someone playing uh eruption through through it, they were just hanging out i was fishing with my dad yeah and there was like this i think it was like a camaro with <laughs> some some burners just kind of hanging out yeah. by the lake and i heard i heard eruption they were blasting it and when i saw i think i saw it uh van halen on mtv it connected i was like that's the sound so right. i ended up Whatever I, you know, could get money or, you know, mow a lawn or something like that. Get, <laughs> um, I would, I would get each Van Halen record until I found that, that song. Yeah. yeah. Cause I knew, I knew it was in there and right, I would, right. I think it was like the second, second record I bought from them. Okay. Um, that I, it, it was like eruption. Cause I, I started yeah. like when Diver Down basically. Okay. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, with Van Halen, they were like my favorite. But Eddie Van Halen, I was what I wanted to play guitar. I was yeah. a guitar obsessed. Yeah. And 
Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> no, 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 I was going to say, so was your, was your dad supportive with, with guitar playing since he played guitar? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, I mean, my family was really supportive. Yeah. Uh, I was really lucky. Yeah. Um, I mean, they, it was, because cause when I was, I just kind of was a loner, you know, I just kind of uh, was... Yeah, you you know when you're like the only metalhead right, in, your school. in in school, <laughs> yeah. and and then you end up you know meeting you know friends through like the, ended up make, making friends with skaters and right. through like liking the band SOD and oh, yeah. you know, <laughs> like um, no, I'd have my folder completely covered with bands. Yeah. <laughs> yourself you know i know I, well, it was sacred yeah it was like i searched for that shit and yeah. i don't know i just didn't want those those fucking assholes <laughs> around me yeah. Yeah. yeah definitely do you remember the first uh concert you saw like a big concert um it was probably oakridge boys or alabama or one of those bands okay. but uh the, that was with family yeah um uh, but the first concert I was let I was allowed to go to, which my mom can't believe I, she let me go to <laughs> see Iron Maiden and Ingve Malmsteen oh, when I was twelve. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> posted that ticket. Yes, yeah, so that was like this the Somewhere in Time tour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she, I begged her because I was, you know, like Ingve Malmsteen was my favorite guitar player. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or one of them, you know, right. and. I kind of begged her. I was like, please, you know, like my cousin Kevin is going, right. going, I can go with him and yeah. he's, you know, he'll, we'll be responsible. <laughs> I'm not, I won't smoke weed or anything. <laughs> right, right. I saw um, him that, I saw him on that same tour, but they played with Wasted. Remember that band? Wait with a Y with uh, Pete Way from you. Yeah. They weren't very good if I remember correctly, but yeah, we were kind of bummed I, that we didn't see Ingve. Dude, you know what? I, I it sucked because I was waiting out in line and I could hear, you know, Ingve playing uh, right. when I was outside of the the sportatorium. <laughs> yeah. I was like, "Fuck, man!" Like, <laughs> well, this, you know. And then I walked in and he, they're playing "I Am a Viking," and I'm oh, just nice. <laughs> fucking holy shit! I'm in the same room with yeah. Ingve. <laughs> just to find out, like a few years later, that he lives in Miami. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. So what's it, yeah, what's it? Was like, What's it like get, get, uh, leading up to that Iron Maiden concert? Like once you secure tickets for that, how, how you know you must have been pretty psyched. And you, when your mother, oh man, like, okay. yeah, yeah, I was, uh, I was really excited. Yeah, I was like, I couldn't believe it. It was like Christmas, you yeah. know. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you know, getting something you. Because I mean, the the first concert I, I, was, I was supposed to go to was Van Halen with my dad. Oh, wow. When on the 1984 tour, and he, uh, he, yeah, you know, he said, "Oh, not this time," you know, and and uh, said they'll be back, and oh. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's yeah, that's why when when uh, <clears throat> when Dave they did that first reunion tour, I got yeah. a couple of tickets. Yeah, they're like, you know, <laughs> it was like a little gift. Yeah. For Christmas, you know. Yeah. Hey, got you Van Halen tickets. Nice. It's a little like thirty years late, but <laughs> that's awesome. And were you a fan of that Somewhere in Time uh, Maiden album? It was a little different, but I, I like that record. Yeah, yeah. I, I actually, I mean, 
I think I think Power Slave is like my favorite. Yeah, definitely. Because I feel like they just peaked with you know, like it was just such a perfect record. Yeah, definitely. And um Somewhere in Time had like you know, like softer stuff, but yeah. I I think it still makes me you know, what I it was the last record I, I owned from them. Yeah, yeah. So so I mean I still have that feeling when I listen to it of yeah. that time. Yeah. Somewhere in time, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> so you, uh, you started doing tape trading and, uh, writing to, you've been posting like pictures of old letters and that kind of thing. When did you start doing that? I think, I think, I think in 80, maybe 88, 89. Yeah. I think it was, yeah, because around that time I had a friend that was local, right. um, that, <clears throat> that was into it. So he kind of like got me started right. and, it, and I had a few things and then I would like contact the bands when you could contact the bands. Yeah, I know. Right. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. And then I got contacts from all over the world yeah. and I, I've look at, look at all these letters and everything that I got. I was like, dude, this is what I did in high school. Yeah. That's the, the, the three years I was in high school, like I was all about like tape trading and, and the zine. And I would sit in my class and just do lists. Yeah. I wouldn't copy the list because they would constantly change. So I, I would, I would individually like have pages that I would write of my trait of everything I have. Right. To send to a trader, yeah. you know, awesome. oh, God. but I was, I was really into it. And I'd get home and there'd be like a few things in the mail yeah. and I, no, yeah, it's, it's, it's great. It's wild. Like going, um, cause I, all the stuff I, I kept yeah. in, in, in my mom's storage. So go, when I go, go there, there's still a lot of things that right. I completely forgot about, Yeah, you know, yeah. I was, and yeah, it's neat. It's like a little treasure, it's yeah. like a little time capsule, uh, treasure box. And I had just this box that all, all these letters were like in envelopes at the time. And it's cool. It's just, you just, you know, like the, the envelopes, you know, handwritten from these legendary sort yeah. of like bands, guy from you know, fucking, yeah, death, and yeah. there's like a, you know, where you can write to the band, and they'll write, send you, you know, personal letters yeah. back. And yeah, nice. I just, yeah, I mean, everything's easy now, but, <laughs> right. you know, you might wait like months, and it's, it's funny, because I'm reading through all these letters, and a lot of them say, sorry for the delay, man, right. you know? <laughs> probably like six months or something, too, you know? Just oh, yeah, crazy. totally, but, but if you have so many traders and pen pals you, you know you're yeah, you're kind of constantly getting shit right. <laughs> so that must have been cool for you to like you were saying you're kind of a loner in, in high school so it must have been cool to just connect with like-minded kids around the world and and so that, that yeah that must have been great you know it's, it's, and but I, then when you get to school you're still kind of in that zone because you you know you're making lists in class and, and that kind of thing yeah, I didn't, like, the friends that I had were kind of, I would kind of, you know, I think I started, like, high school, I had a few metal friends, but yeah. then I kind of gravi- gravitated towards more arty sort of people, Yeah, but I didn't really hang out with anybody, right. like, a whole lot of people, so, but, you know, I met a lot of, a lot of friends that were older that were already out of high school right. and I was hanging out with them and, um, going to shows and I was, I'm like, man, I'm 16 years old and I'm interviewing <laughs> fucking napalm death on their tour bus. Yeah. Like, 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 holy shit. You know? <laughs> yeah. I saw that, uh, there was letters that were addressed to Steve Brooks scrolls of sickness. So was, was that, a uh, what, what was that? That was my my fanzine. Your fanzine. Nice. Yeah, I had uh, it was from like nineteen ninety to ninety two, yeah. and I did two issues, and you know, like all that, you know, the 
I was on everybody's like mailing list. So yeah. Yeah. I would get, you know, it was all like early relapse and yeah. when, you know, season of mist started doing stuff over here, I, I found a postcard from I think 1991 or something, oh, wow. and uh, not season of mist. Uh, uh, fuck, is it season of mist? Shit, uh, not season of mist. Nuclear blast or? or uh, oh oh my god, it's not season of mist. It's it's the uh, century of media. Oh, fuck. century of media. We're gonna have our metal yeah. taken away here, Steve. Oh my god, dude! I'm getting <laughs> so confused. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, yeah, 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 just cut that out of the interview. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Um, but, but yeah, go ahead. No, I was going to say, do you remember when like metals, when you started getting into the more sort of heavy stuff that would have been like napalm death and cause you were sort of in the heart of that world too, in Florida where a lot of that, uh, the death metal sort of started. Yeah, it was, it was really like, um, I started getting, I mean, that's like around 86, mm-hmm. you know, um, I started getting into like thrash, yeah. you know, like speed metal and, you know, it was like when master of puppets came out yeah. and, um, you know, Slayer and dark angel and all these bands. I started getting into all the combat stuff Yeah, and death scream, bloody gore, um, came out right, right around that time, like the Exodus, Fletches of the Flesh. Yeah. And um, I remember getting those two. And, you know, you, I heard, you know, like Possessed, but then um, I heard Morbid Angel. Yeah. And that got me into, like, the earache stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I remember ordering um, Altars of Madness through a, a record store in... New York, I think they were called like under the rainbow or something. Okay. And it was like a mail order. You, 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 you can order them. It's through the mail, but you would get a whole list and they had fucking bootleg records and all this like rare killer shit. And I would call them and I would, you know, I'd say, you know, like I'm, I want to order the new morbid angel. And I would get into conversation with one of the guys I worked there and he was like, "Have you heard? Have you heard Autopsy?" Right. And uh, he was like, "If you're if you're into like death, like scream bloody gore and leprosy and stuff, you like you should, you should hear this, you know, record." So I remember getting, you know, the, the Alters of Madness and uh, Severed Survival. Yeah. Um, Severed Survival. Sorry. Severed survival. <laughs> 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 and. Uh, uh, and that's what kind of just started shit. So like they, yeah. you'd see the guys in, in the band wearing like immolation shirts. And, right. Yeah. You know, sadists. And then I started kind of just finding out about all the bands, you know, when I started tape trading and, yeah. and writing to bands and to get their demos. And it started from there. You know, yeah. it's, it's funny. Cause I, I, I ended up getting, um, uh, uh, the ASUC uh, demo from oh, a guy nice. in Scotland. From oh, a guy in funny. Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, man, they're a Tampa band. Yeah. <laughs> I know. You know, it's I was like, like I want to hear this band, but I don't know where I can get their shit. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty funny. Dude, there's so many Florida yeah. bands I've never heard of that, yeah. I, uh, that I just, you know, like I discovered way after the fact. You're yeah. like, holy shit, this. Because you mean, I think of I think of Florida as kind of, you know, not having much, right? But we did. We yeah, had a yeah, lot. Definitely. Yeah, definitely did. And uh, so you so you started playing guitar around this. this yeah, time. I started playing guitar, and I would just get home from school and just sit in my be in my room and just playing guitar, pretending I'm somebody else. Yeah, and uh, and then. Um, and then, you know, I'd start meeting people that played music and or played instruments. And, I, and it seemed like a couple of years I was trying to get a band together. Yeah. And, um, you know, your tastes kind of change, right. you know, in your teens, too. So I was looking for 
something weird and it's just hard to find, you know, the right people. So I think that's why I traveled so for so long to just play with the people that I played with. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I was really into, you know, guitar players. I was like into shredders and all that shit. And then I just got into really sloppy players. And, uh, I was like, I like, I like good songs, but right. I don't like that sort of um, when things are just too perfect. Yeah, yeah, too clean. And... Yeah, and I think yeah, I think that was what kind of like metal used to be. Right. At, when I was growing up, it was kind of dirty and yeah, just, yeah, you know, I was, and then it just started getting really sort of polished and all the guitar solos were like, you know, (laughs) and, and I just ended up getting more into just raw shit. Like the Melvins basically changed everything for me. Yeah. What was the first uh, thing you heard by them? Um, it was, uh, Boris. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's the song. Cause I, I remember, um, what was it? Uh, I I would I would see them in like Maxim Rock and Roll or something right. like advertised, and I would see their records at the record store. But I would, I thought they were like some punk band or something, right? Right. Because of their name, yeah. And I was into a lot of like the sub pop bands. Oh yeah. yeah. And a friend of mine told me he was like, "Hey man, you gotta you gotta you gotta check out the Melvins," and he lent me <clears throat> he's like this is their new new record um bullhead and i listened to that and then i was just fucking obsessed for a few yeah. years just completely just i mean i started the i started my my uh one of my bands floor because yeah. of uh the melvins basically yeah, i yeah. just i yeah. wanted i it was you, you know i was it was not metal, but it just completely crushed everything. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it was just loose and just fucking. You can kind of do whatever you want. They yeah. just kind of opened the doors for for me. Yeah. And uh, like I, that just changed the game for me. I got into you know just kind of it turned the page, I guess. Yeah. You know, I was, got into a lot of other things and yeah. the, the heavy shit. I think there's, there's some like really heavy bands I fucking love. Right. And there's just so many of them. Yeah. Yeah. That, that I can't keep up. I mean, Rick <laughs> or, you know, uh, our drummer, Rick, he, he's, he knows everything. Yeah. Fuck. Like his record collection, <laughs> I was I was staying with him in Miami, and his record collection is just insane. Yeah, like, but he, you know, he's heard everything, and yeah. he listens to all this fucking brutal shit. Yeah, um, some of it, I, you know, I, it's just fucking chaos. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. just like, <laughs> and you know, like, I, it's not something I. I think I have to be fucked yeah. up to yeah, listen to, to it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know, he he you know, it's just I've never heard of any of this shit yeah. too. So he, he kinda he introduces me to all oh, this stuff. Awesome. And it's just fucking brutal, you know? <laughs> yeah. And uh but I don't know, it's just like I just like hooks. Yeah. I like the the, the, the with old metal bands, I like the hooks and right. and just riffs that you you could just fucking riff along with. Yeah. And that's kind of where the, you know, Van Halen sort of mastered that early on, you know, where it was heavy. But oh yeah. Was, you know, catchy too. And, and it wasn't, different. it wasn't simple either. It's yeah, like fucking yeah. crazy rhythms, but yeah. you, you think they're pop songs. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Right. And you, and do you remember the first time seeing the Melvins live? Yeah. I yeah. saw them in Miami and, like around that tour, oh wow! It was like '91, yeah. and they had it was I think when Joe first joined the band. Oh wow! Around that time, yeah. So Buzz had like beads in his hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
and and there weren't there was just like maybe fifteen of us That's in this little club and in, in on South Beach, yeah, and uh, like it just that show was fucking just blew me away. Yeah. I I think I talked about it for twenty years. Yeah, <laughs> still talking about yeah, it. Yeah, shit. Exactly. But I mean, it was just you know. It, it, but yeah, yeah. I did, it just set me on a whole new path. And yeah. I was kind of, I followed them for, I mean, I still follow them. Yeah. Um, They're still putting out cool stuff. Like still, But they put out so, they put yeah, out a lot a, of there shit. There is a lot of stuff, <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. It was like, you know, like Guided by Voices was a, a, a favorite <laughs> band of mine. Yeah. And I, I just couldn't keep up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I stopped at one point. Now I, I'll check stuff out here and there, and I'll and I'll hear good stuff. But I'm like, I, I it's this just too much now. I can't, I can't do it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, I saw you I guys like, play uh, Torch play uh, Exit Flagger. I think uh, at one of the shows, and, and you recorded that too. I think, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a that was a we were we we're gonna do a split. I've always wanted to cover like Guided by Voices. Yeah. And uh, we were going to do that split with Part Chimp. Yeah. And I, th- I was living in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And I I was like, man, let's just do, let's do some covers. Yeah. You know, because cause it would, it, you know, it was just one of those things. It was going to be fun. And we'd never really do covers. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it, it was, it was cool. We did a Nirvana cover too for yeah. a comp. Um, it's weird to listen to it because you always think the the original is so much better. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But that was that was fun to play live. And, yeah. Do you remember? And, uh, do you remember discovering uh, Guided by Voices? Yeah, I I mean I I discovered them. I I remember seeing them on MTV, like yeah. um, not not any videos. Yeah. But I, they would talk about them in MTV News right. or something like that. But yeah. then the Breeders did um, the Ten Inch, where they did Shocker and Gloomtown, oh, yeah, and yeah. they did a Sebado cover, and that introduced me to both those bands, yeah. which became favorites of mine for for years too. Yeah, and guided by voices is one of those bands just live there i took a a a couple friends to see them once and they they didn't like them and uh part of me just being the kind of guy i am sometimes was was kind of loving it because like 10 songs into it they were like how much longer is this going to go and i think they played like you know 58 songs or something like that and uh dude i saw i i saw them on the uh, alien lanes tour oh wow and they had like Chavez opened up and that oh, yeah. was that was like when I when I I mean they, they played like the Masquerade which you know it's just a smaller club but Robert Pollard was up there doing like the split kicks and it's awesome. like dude this is a fucking amazing live rock yeah. and roll band yeah, right? and it inspired me too because you know they're all middle aged yeah, you know yeah. back then. <laughs> you know and yeah, I was definitely. like shit you know like i heard he was a teacher and yeah. he just started you know and you go backwards and you, you find out all these records yeah i i, I didn't you know I've got I'm, I'm sure i got some bootlegs and shit like like yeah. that of, yeah of guided by voices but i would you know when the internet started i remember having to order things through their website and oh, yeah. Yeah. i was like man i can't find this you know in any record store and <laughs> yeah and then you know they had the hooks and oh yeah tobin sprout man so he makes me cry <laughs> <laughs> yeah the last time i saw but, them uh, mitch mitchell was wearing an iron maiden shirt i was like oh that's awesome <laughs> oh fuck yeah. yeah i always thought he was like kind of like the like a sort of hard rock guy too yeah, always yeah definitely yeah. had that sort of look <laughs> yeah, yeah kind of like a, a tough guy look to him Definitely. I mean, how can you not like Maiden? Yeah, I mean, if you like yeah. Rush or yeah, I mean, Maiden is just so fucking it's universal. Ama- yeah, I know it's it's wild. Yeah. You, you, that they got everything. It's yeah. like Kiss. They had they had you know that 
have their own sound yeah. and fucking artwork and everything. They just got like a god, man. I, yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah. Did you, <laughs> <laughs> I saw I saw an article online where it was people talking about life changing albums, and, and Bullhead was on there for you and uh, Propeller by. Uh, but I, I, this was a surprising one to me. It was Locust Abortion Technician by uh, Butthole Surfers. That's one of my favorite albums of all time. And so, so you, you're a fan of that record? Oh yeah, that's, that's like a, a that's a get high. <laughs> like for, oh, dude, that's yeah, my, it's go to for forever for me for for that. I think that's what turned me on to, um, you know, what I was talking about. Like you, you go from. What, you wanting to be a shredder to kind of not, <laughs> you yeah, know, you yeah. listen to the butthole surfer. You're like, yeah. man, this is so fucking badass and so sort of warped and fucked up. And yeah. I, you know, I, you know, like when when I started Floor, that what kind of inspired the whole bomb shit yeah. that I'm doing yeah, or that I'm still doing. Yeah, like it with a, I would have the high strings all untuned and me and anthony would like you know we'd kind of um we wouldn't tune to a tuner we'd say yeah it sounds about low enough and we'd <laughs> yeah. sit there and tune tune to each other <laughs> so it's just it, it, but it but but whole surfer sort of inspired that kind of just like fuck it you man yeah, you know yeah, yeah. No rule. you don't have to and that's what that's why i think uh your bands uh, have always, because uh, you can't. I, I wouldn't never call Torch a metal band, but it's a heavy band. You know, I think that just kind of limits bands when you say, "Oh, we're a thrash metal band." So you just kind of. I I wanted to to make that like a a point, like, not a point, but you know, when we first started the band, I didn't want to, you know, I didn't want to be, I didn't I didn't think we were like a super metal band. We're totally metal influenced, but. Right, right. Yeah, but I I think we're kind of all over the place, and through the years we've been able to do things and get away with it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I think it's because yeah, I. Not get him, sorry. Oh no, because I, I mean, because I love like power pop and yeah, all kinds of things, and I wanted to have a sound where I can have the freedom to to do that type of shit, and yeah, yeah I've been lucky with this band to yeah. do it. Yeah, you can um, hear, you can hear you know that your band like i think you know torch reminds me of the van halen and guided by voices it doesn't sound like it but you can hear that in there like it's, it's just sort of the i can like when you yeah, I feel like influences, I, you, you, you you hone them in pretty well i think i know it's it's weird because i you know, we were just recording and i was like god do i i sound more more and more british with every record <laughs> when i try to like lay vocals down i'm like oh like how should i sing this right <laughs> And so floor starts. You know, more, more, but a, but an American trying to imitate a British, right. yeah, <laughs> British yeah. person, yeah, yeah, like ter- terribly. <laughs> <laughs> Some of our, yeah, like the guy in Interpol, he does that sort of fake. Oh yeah, accent, yeah. <laughs> um, so floor starts in '92. Yeah. Okay. I was like out of. I was right out of high school, basically, and I met. I, I met a, actually a bunch of people um, that were at the Melvin show. Oh, wow. <laughs> I feel like that I didn't know. Yeah. And uh, I I had like a an ad like at the record stores and stuff, you know, looking for musicians yeah. where you could just post on the thing. And I was into you know Godflesh and Melvins, and and I met a, you know a bunch of people through that. But I, I finally got somebody that was really into into it this guy max he played you know he he played drums Mm -hmm. when we first started and he also does like um uh this his own group called goslings okay and uh he still does stuff yeah and um so we started with him and you know we'd end up talking for hours on the phone just over you know like just geeking out on the melvins and swans and shit like that you know just Diamanda Galas and oh yeah, <laughs> and just you know and and yeah, it's it's funny because Rick does stuff with him now, like 
years later, you know, but, oh, wow. but it was, I was, I was going through my letters and when, when, uh, Max was living in the UK for a little while, mm-hmm. I, I found an old letter with him. Oh, wow. It's just, it's, uh, and, and all that stuff is like, I think 95 or something. Yeah. Um, but you know, we, where was I going with this? Yeah. Yeah. So floor started, yeah. but it was, it took a while, um, to really like get the band, um, formed, right. you know, cause Max didn't really work out. Mm-hmm. And then, and then we got Betty who plays in this other group called Holly hunt. And yeah. she, she played in cavity and mm-hmm. a few other bands and she started playing with us. And yeah. then we started actually recording and we had a shit ton of rec- uh, recordings and yeah. then we got this guy Jeff and started putting out seven inches around that time mm-hmm. and uh, yeah that's yeah. I've basically you know I've basically been doing this stuff since then yeah couple i took a couple of years off where i sold my guitars and my yeah. amps and stuff and yeah. went to school and thought i would be an optometrist because oh, i didn't right. want to be poor yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then just ended up buying equipment again and right. playing in bands and yeah here That's i am sense, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys started getting a, you were pretty popular the floor that was weird i mean actually like um, that didn't happen until we really started, um, when we reformed the band. Yeah. Cause when we, when that first record came out or, I mean, it took like 10 years yeah. <laughs> for the first record to, yeah. for actually anything to, to come out. Right. And, um, and yeah. And then we broke up Yeah. <laughs> and torch started like, pretty much a, a two years after that record came out. That record also, t- I think took a year to come out. Did it? Yeah. So, but, um, it was, it was kind of weird to some people. I, th- I think when, when it came out, cause everybody was expecting screaming vocals and right, stuff. And, right. and when it, it, it confused everyone cause I wasn't trying to do that. You know? yeah, yeah. So it, you know, it just, um, yeah, we, I mean, we, we, I, I remember playing a show with, it was Exhumed, Floor played with Exhumed and Mortician. Oh, wow. Mortician and live. I, I know, and they're fucking, dude, the they were, their, their crowd hated us. They were just, <laughs> they were chanting, you suck, you suck. <laughs> and we're a fucking loud ass band, too, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. so, so we would, you know, we just make more noise, yeah. but, uh, yeah. it was, it was, it was brutal. I yeah. was like, man, I don't like, I don't want to play the metal. <laughs> right, anymore. Right. Yeah. But, you know, it was like when the, uh, Melvin's played with, uh, toured with Primus. I think they even put a, a track on one of their, uh, one of their CDs. That's literally just like the, uh, the audience, like booing or yelling at them or something. Oh my God. Yeah. That, yeah. I remember like, um, I mean, they, they were one of my favorite bands, but I mean, my favorite bands also got the shit, you know, they, yeah, they yeah. ended up getting shit on and yeah. fucking middle yeah. fingers. And right. I mean, Godflesh played in Miami. People were like throwing cups at them and shit like that, you know? Yeah. Um, and I was like, this is the heaviest fucking thing <laughs> I've know, ever right? heard. Yeah. Seriously. And you're complaining that there's not a drummer, <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, the, I saw him with like helmet and uh, helmet, and I think who else? Uh, I yeah. I mean, I saw him a bunch of times. Yeah, Shit, yeah. I I'm trying to think of like the Euro, other than they they. I remember they canceled a show in Miami. Like, um, I went to see Gore. Yeah. When they, I think they toured with Gore. Right. Yeah. And they canceled 
that show and I walked in and I was like, fuck, I can't, you know, cause yeah. I wasn't into gore. I was just like, I, I came right. here to fucking see the Melvins. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and, um, but gore was fucking fun as shit live. Yeah. Like, yeah. I was glad I stuck around. Yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> and, uh, so torch starts or, uh, and you, you share some of the songs. Sometimes you, you played uh, some of the floor songs in torch, right? Um, just in the beginning yeah. of Torch. Yeah. Cause I, um, I had written a bunch of stuff, um, towards the end, you know, when, when floor broke up. Yeah. Um, I had some stuff, I had material already. Yeah. So, and so I basically started Torch and I had already all these riffs and stuff. Right. So that first record was, recorded like in a couple of months after we started oh, okay so it was we didn't really have the sound yet right right but it was kind of like a nice skeleton of oh definitely yeah you know where i wanted to go yeah or, so um but i mean it's it, you know i listen to it now it's, it's it goes well with all the other records i think yeah. every record's kind of different in oh, some definitely. ways but yeah it's a good bridge, I think, between uh, Floor and, and what you guys ended up doing on like Neanderthal after that record. Yeah, it's not. It's you know, it's it's just it's faster and more energy and stuff. Floor was slower and just fucked up. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It didn't have the melody as much as uh, it was almost more of the the riff. Yeah. Told my, <laughs> I was telling my girlfriend about this last night how I had seen you at um, Great Scott in uh, in uh, Massachusetts here when when Floor came through. I said it was you know it's so they're one of these bands that was so heavy it made you almost want to shit your pants. And I was trying to explain <laughs> it and she didn't really believe that that's a thing. And I said no, it's a you know that's like a feel it rumbling and uh, that was. I nice, know, nice. I know. It's I love it. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. It's, uh... I love it. Like we, yeah, we just recorded and just hearing the bass with yeah. that fucking that floppy string. It's just, <laughs> it's just yeah. fucking gross. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you've had the same uh, rhythm section this this whole time. Well, Rick, uh, not Rick, uh, Jonathan switched over to guitar. But so you guys have been together this this long. How have you managed to? sort of stay close with those two um um i mean basically they've managed to keep me kind of <laughs> yeah um focused yeah on the band and and everything and yeah i mean it, it, it if they weren't the way that they were you know or they are like i don't i don't know if this band would have lasted this long but yeah. we're i'm really lucky yeah, yeah. for both of them Definitely. um and now we, you know, we record everything. We, you know, we, we're, Rick's got a print shop. So he's, he prints, you know, like our merch now. And we kind of are, can do things ourselves. We're putting out our, a new record. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I, I think we're at a good point right now to just take over our own, <laughs> our own band. Yeah. <laughs> In, in a way, you know, but, um, yeah, we have managed to, um, I'm rambling. Uh, I managed to, uh, you know, we've had, we've had a, a few issues with, with members that right. just didn't work out. Yeah. But I think this is probably the strongest yeah. we've been. Yeah. Um, cause I mean, Eric, Eric's, great. Eric's played, yeah, he's played in the, he's played with Rick and John and, and yeah. other bands mm -hmm. for decades now, yeah. I believe. Yeah. And so him kind of jumping on board was, a, was, I mean, I'm su surprised we didn't do it earlier, Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. but John, John picked up the bass to play in this band. Yeah. He was a guitar player. So him getting back on guitar is, it seems more natural. Yeah. And, and Eric just plays different. Yeah. He's just got a different feel and he works really well with, you know, I mean, that rhythm, him and Rick, they're just right on. Oh, I mean, yeah. John was too, but, yeah. you know, it's just like John can, 
he's got a he's got an ear for other things that just thicken up our sound. Yeah. And he's fucking he's making our, our amps. Yeah. Now, yeah. You know? It's like yeah. dude, he's busy literally as fuck. dialing your sound dialing your sound exactly how you know once. Yeah. That's pretty amazing. Yeah, just Rick needs to make his own drums. <laughs> <laughs> and he Jonathan was I think he had said uh He's, he would play guitar on most of the stuff anyway in the studio, like just adding things here and there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's, you know, he he's a studio guy, so he can, he, he can come up with a bunch of different shit. You know, I, I don't know if I have the patience or attention span to... <laughs> yeah. I get I get into the studio and I just kind of want to get out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. But but um, but I'm excited about you know just the writing process yeah. and where where songs kind of go. Yeah. Once you get into the studio, because you think that you listen to the, the the live recordings and you're like, oh man, this be fucking raw shit. You yeah. Know? And you get in the studio and like, oh man, all the vocals I came up with <laughs> don't sound right for this. Oh, I got to start from scratch. You know or it's just you know, just things completely change in the studio. Yeah, well, and then like, you ended up like imitating it live yeah, <laughs> or trying yeah. to. But you like that process <laughs> of of putting music together. Yeah, it's stuff. interesting. Yeah, because I, I mean, I'm I stop. I used to write a lot of things just on my own, and I still do, but I haven't written like songs by myself right. for a long time. Yeah, and so I've always been collaborating with the other members. Right. Um. So. Um, so it's, it's, it's kind of, it's kind of, you know, like when we get together, it's we're we're so sort of locked in that we can write a couple, you know, like a song a day. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be like, shit, you know, um, <clears throat> I feel like we wrote like 10 songs, but we, uh, recently, but we just recorded like six. We're like, ah, yeah. let's not like fucking overload ourselves and right. put all this pressure on ourselves because yeah. you know we're not you know we're not on like a time limit here right. or anything yeah so we just busted out a bunch of you know like six new songs and yeah. um can't wait to put it out yeah. i fucking i want to do this i don't want it out instantly I <laughs> <laughs> yeah so you get did you guys have plans for in 2020 to be doing things and then you know, obviously it came to a halt, but you, you guys did a lot of cool stuff online. You were selling stuff and, and it was kind of a good, a terrible year in general, obviously 2020, but for artists, um, and fans, like artists did a lot of, uh, cool and interesting things. Cause you kind of had to, to, to kind of, you know, keep the momentum. Man. Yeah. It was, we had, we had a bunch of plans. We, we had just started our, our, our European tour were, um, Oh, you were in we Greece, had, right? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck man. Like we, we already, I mean, we're already in the hole right. before the pandemic really like hit. Um, so we went to the UK, we did a BBC session yeah, and then we went to Russia and played a few shows in Russia. And then when we got to Russia, that's when like Italy had like, locked down oh, and right, we're right. like oh fuck we're like we're on the other side of the world oh, and we you know people are telling us to keep going you know like we're, we're booking things around it and all this shit i'm like man so we had a bunch of complications you know that kind of got us we had to cancel one of the gr the shows in greece at the last second yeah and then um and then we played Athens, Greece, and that was the last show. And I mean, it was like half the people didn't show up. Right. They bought tickets, yeah. but they didn't show up. Yeah. And um, then the next day, we're like, we were supposed to meet up with Russian circles and start a tour that ended April seventeenth. Yeah. And uh, instead, I was flying back to L.A. Yeah. Um, right after that it was you know like when we showed up in greece it, we i hate god had played the night so we got to we were hanging out with them right 
the night before too. So they were they were out there too. Yeah. Like fuck, you know, like oh. shit's going. Shit's yeah, it's crazy. Right? Fucking <laughs> crazy right now, and uh, and I haven't really. I mean, this whole year, it's you know, it's just trying to do what you can do. Yeah, because I mean, we lost. We basically, you know, we lost a lot. Yeah, like just getting out there and then coming home and i mean a lot of people lost a lot yeah um but yeah my life i mean all, all our lives completely changed it seemed yeah. like the next day i, know, I was right? I, I got really i mean i'm still really germaphobic i yeah. wasn't i didn't used to be like that and it's hard for me to kind of think that way right now you know i, I go out and i'm really con uh, you know like make sure I wash my hands oh, yeah. and yeah, you can I feel your hands being dirty now almost more <laughs> when you go outside even, you know? Yeah. I mean, they're all, they're all sort of chapped, you yeah. know, when you go out in public yeah. and, uh, I mean, I'm starting to see friends and, um, family and stuff get the vaccine. So I'm a little more hopeful on, yeah. than I was, yeah. you know, yeah. for a while. Yeah. Um, but you know, I'm still trying to figure out how how to get it because yeah, <laughs> I know, right? you know I'm seeing people younger than me yeah. get it, and I'm like, I mean, I always, yeah, you know, I also, you know, they could be a, you know, in in science or have a medical condition or something, right, you know, right. but but I'm thinking like, oh man, there's like got to be like. There's extras right. in certain places, yeah. like leftovers. Can I? Right. Where can I, I find can, this? Right. I know. Where do I sit, sign up for this? <laughs> I know. So, yeah, my mom. Um, it's like a little over a week ago. My mom and aunt, um, they both got their first shots. So that kind of relieves yeah. some of my, you know, anxiety because yeah. I, I mean. That, you know, I'm worried about all you know all my family with this, yeah, but especially. But you know, it just uh, just kind of takes a little weight off. You know that I don't. You know, it's we're still going to have to take care and 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 be cautious and everything, yeah. and wear masks and all yeah. that stuff. But but you know, I just I don't want to lose anybody. You know? <laughs> yeah. And get, yeah, as much as you, you probably want to get back to touring, it's, uh, it's you know, nah. You know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, it's funny because I, I, I started kind of enjoying touring a little more recently than yeah. I ever did. Okay. And then, and then, then all this shit hits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, fuck, you know, I kind of, kind of miss touring a little. Yeah. But when you're, you know, you're, yeah, you're in your forties and you're, you know, on a, you know, you got little back issues and shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, ah, Sleep definitely want to bed tonight. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, um, awesome. So, yeah, so we'll, ex I guess we expect to maybe hear a, a new torch record this year. That would be cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to, to getting it done and out and, and hopefully 2021 we, can get back to some sort of normalcy. I know, right? Because um, I mean, we like we had. I think we had like it was like three European tours <laughs> for 2020. Yeah, that didn't. You know, it was well. We were starting one of them, but we had plans, man. <laughs> so, so now, like, whenever I see you know flyers for like festivals, they're kind of like, is this good? Really going to happen? I know. Yeah, there's that one in Vegas. Isn't isn't that already? planned the psycho vegas yeah September yeah for something. august yeah I think. yeah that just doesn't I was like, seem uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah but you can always postpone it for the next year yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> awesome. so well steve I, all right yeah i appreciate uh you taking the time to, to talk and uh, yeah thanks for letting me geek out actually i have one more question a friend and a friend and i are, are big fans of the Meanderthal album and there's no lyrics <laughs> in that record so we've always had thought this the second line and across the shields was sue said bring a dull knife which i i 
probably isn't that. I mean, oh my God! When oh, I think his soothsayer uh, flings a dull knife. <laughs> <laughs> See, all right, she'll be happy. I yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's just, just stupid shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's, awesome. That's why I didn't print the lyrics. So I'm like, man, you got to fucking read this shit. God damn it. That's much better. <laughs> awesome. All right, man. Well, you have a good night, and uh, we look forward to hearing some new music from you. All right, man. All right. Cheers. Thank you very much. Yeah. Take All care. Right. You too. Bye. Bye.